What's going on, guys? What's going on? Thank you, thank you. Welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. Uh, I appreciate you guys showing up on a Wednesday evening. I'm sure everyone's been working real hard unless uh, COVID's got you down and, and you don't got much going on. Uh, first, I want to start out by giving a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Lorenzotti.coffee. That's L-O-R-E-N-Z-O-T-T-I.coffee. Uh, you can get all your wonderful Italian, delicious Italian coffee delivered directly to your door. Uh, definitely hit them up. And TopLobster.com, of course, for all your fresh gear and, uh, and uh, graphics. He helps out with all the graphics on the show. He's really awesome. He made this really cool Reed Mises Not Marks shirt. Um, so definitely check both of those things out. Uh, what else is new? What are you guys up to? I got the chat running so you guys can talk to me anytime you'd like. Uh, I would like to start out today talking about war. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, this past week, the Pentagon has declared a new war. Uh, but it's not what you think. It's not bombing brown kids overseas. It's not WDMs in Iraq. It's not protecting poppy fields in Afghanistan or helping to starve Yemeni children. No. In fact, this one's against a public news outlet. Fox, to be exact. Uh, Tucker Carlson, to be more specific. Now, I'm not a fan of Tucker or Fox, but we need to talk about the implications of this. Here's what Tucker said that set the DOD off. Let me start this here. So we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. Well, China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy. Our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is, it's out of control. And the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning So, uh, yeah. Now, as someone who believes we need to bring all of our troops home and stop meddling in foreign wars, I kind of get what he's saying here, you know? Um, if you're going to have a military, if you're going to have a standing military, now, I'm, I'm an anarchist, obviously, uh, and I know a lot of the people who watch the show are anarchists, a lot of the people I interact with on Twitter are anarchists and believe that the military should, uh, you know, at the very least be militias around the country for different, you know, locales or whatever. I mean, everybody's got a different idea of what that means. That's why anarchy is so beautiful. It's, it's something different to everybody. But if you're going to have a military, maybe pregnant women shouldn't be a part of the combat part of it. You know, it seems, seems really, really dangerous for everyone involved. And uh, maybe that makes me sexist. Maybe it makes me misogynist. But that, that isn't the most worrisome part of all of this shit anyways. And that's actually not, um, that's actually not, what I really want to talk about, I, I mean, I, I kind of want to talk about it. I want to talk about how, uh, you know, the Pentagon, the military thinks it's okay to go after a public news outlet, a pu you know, uh, even if it's Fox, I, you know, I don't watch Fox. Uh, I do watch Tucker every once in a while just because he's hilarious. Um, and he says some pretty base things every once in a while. You know, he has been uh, pretty staunchly against the vaccines, you know, and, and how they rolled out and how, uh, you know, the, um, they're largely untested mRNA vaccine, and uh, he's been against some wars, you know, which and especially lately, which has been really nice. Uh, whether that's just a change because Joe Biden's the president or not, I don't give a shit. I always like to see people be against war. I don't think we've been in a productive war for a very, very long time. So it's nice to see uh, somebody on a very um, 
watched news show go against, you know, the wars. But uh, when you look at the fact that there's more than double the troops in D.C. right now ready to fight disgruntled uh, Americans as there are fighting the Taliban in Afghanistan, things get a bit more worrisome. And by worrisome, I mean it is clear that with Lloyd Austin being put in charge of the Pentagon, the second Raytheon uh, payrollee, I almost said parolee, same thing, uh, payrollee in a row to become the defense secretary. It's clear to see that we are getting a political tilt to our standing military. And as always, as always, that's coming in the form of equality for all, as most tyrannical policies do. Let's watch, uh, let's watch one more Tucker clip. I won't, I won't inundate you guys with too many Tucker clips, but this may be the last one. Joe Biden has put a man called Lloyd Austin in charge of the Pentagon. Biden plucked Austin from the cynical world of private equity, but you're not supposed to notice that. You're supposed to notice only that Lloyd Austin is black. The real headline, however, is that Lloyd Austin is the second defense secretary in a row to have been on the payroll of Raytheon, the massive defense contractor. If you saw something like that happen in a Central American country, you would call it corruption, and you would be right. For centuries, our military has been self-consciously nonpartisan. In a democracy, it has to be that way. The military has to be nonpartisan. No country can survive if its armed forces become a tool of a specific political party. We know that because it happens all the time, all over the world, and the consequences are always horrifying. It has never happened here. But Lloyd Austin is openly political. In his first days on the job, Austin made the entire armed services submit to a kind of political purity test. Anyone who had views that Lloyd Austin found, quote, extreme, had to leave. The rest of us watched as this happened. We saw it. Once again, no one said anything. The left approved. The right felt hamstrung because they support the troops. Of course, if you support the troops, you probably should speak up when they're being abused, as they were. My goodness. Where have we heard this before? China? North Korea? Uh, all those wonderful places that are bastions of liberty for, for the people that uh, live under those rules. You know, uh, one political party takes control of the entire country uh, using the military. Yeah, it's never, it's never ended in anything bad. It's always, it's always better. You know, you'll probably get free health care, maybe college. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll be painting fake food at the grocery store for when people come to visit the country, but no big deal. No big deal at all. But how do you think that this works out for people that are trying to roll back the size and scope of an intrusive government, of an overbearing state? What do you think it looks like if we fill the, the military with the same Democratic Karens who are ready to turn people in for wearing a mask or having barbecues with their families? Or simply trying to go to work to feed their children. Do you think we'll ever get a say in what we put in our bodies? Will we ever be able to say, decline to an untested, or to take an untested, uh, unproven, rushed mRNA vaccine? Will we get to keep our weapons of self-defense? Probably not. And uh, that's exactly what this administration is setting up. I mean, it's, it's clear to see. Double the amount of troops... In Washington, D.C. right now, in, in, in Virginia, there's double the amount of troops than there are in Afghanistan fighting against the big bad Taliban that probably mostly doesn't exist anymore. It's crazy to me. So, so if you're a libertarian saying that 
egalitarianism needs to come first or that we need to focus on your pet social justice issue, uh, projects over wars or the Fed or your gatekeeping people interested in liberty because they may differ on a view or two. Just be aware that you're splitting the base and aiding in the ushering in this Build Back Better campaign that will likely land you in the gulag or at the very least some breadlines in your lifetime. We really need to be cognizant of this stuff. We really need to push back and make sure that, uh, you know, we're not letting all this stuff get, get ahead of us. And, and we're doing a horrible job as liberty advocates right now. Um, and, and now our military is taking political stances. You know, the, the commander of the Space Force <laughs> still makes me laugh that we have a Space Force in case of the, the, the alien invasions or in case they find oil on another planet, I guess. Uh, but we need to be cognizant of this and we need to be ready to, to push back because we, we all know where we're heading right now. It's, it's, plain, it's, it's plain to see. And there's so many people in this country that need to be shaken and woken up. And uh, I think that we can get that done. So, But anyways, it's going to be a kind of short show tonight. i got a lot of things to do uh, you know, with uh, all 275 kids. But speaking of the woke walruses, uh, they want to cancel Bill Burr. That hurts my heart. Um, if you're not familiar with Bill Burr, you should definitely be familiar with Bill Burr. Uh, he is known for being offensive. And uh, it's, it's some of the best comedy. I mean, some of the best comics in the world were known for being offensive. You know, Bill Burr, Richard Pryor, uh, you know, George Carlin. Uh, I mean, it's just like, that's what comedy is. It's, it's, it's there to offend you, but, but also to make you laugh at how real it is. Um, he's unapologetic. He's not afraid to be canceled. Uh, he literally talks shit about the Wokians almost every time he does something. Um, in fact, here's a clip of Bill Burr not giving a shit on Saturday Night Live. Plowing ahead. Let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk white women here, shall we? Let's talk white women. White women, the amazing, amazing your accomplishments over the last few years. I got to tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement, generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color not getting opportunities, the at-bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, white women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. I don't even with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. <laughs> Trash and white guys, the nerve. Where's the camera? The nerve of you white women. Let me, I, listen, I don't want to speak ill on my bitches here, okay? I don't. Well, let's, let's go back in history here, okay? You guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood muddy, and occasionally when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with a black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to <laughs> That was on Saturday Night Live. I mean, 
he's really known for being offensive, and that was that was hilarious. I mean, to anybody with a sense of humor whatsoever, that was hilarious. But the funny thing about that is he was not he was not called to be canceled over that. I mean, this was this was recent. This was during the pandemic. In fact, he he had another uh, part of that stand up that was about masks, and it was hilarious. Even though he was kind of advocating wearing masks, but he was saying, hey. You know, if you want to kill your grandparents, go ahead. There's too many people in the world anyways. We already know. We already know that uh, Bill Burr is a big fan of eugenics. If you watch any of his comedy specials, he, he's totally cool with uh, cruise ships of old people dying. So, But anyways, um, no one called to cancel him over that SNL stand-up, hosting SNL and, and, and saying those things about, you know, the woke, the woke ends and, and the, the, the white women hijacking the woke movement, which is true. You know, I talk about this shit on my Twitter all the time. You know, these, it's, it's always these middle class to upper class, like 20 to 30 something white people uh, that have never had to live a hard life that think that they have to be the king of the minorities and help them. And, uh, and really, if you think about what they're doing, they're, I mean, they're the racist ones. They're the ones that are saying, you know, these people aren't good enough to do this without my help. So I have to go help them. And, you know, then you got liberty advocates who are saying, hey, man, I think these people probably can uh, do whatever they want. And, and if the government stopped, you know, the drug war and, and uh, gun laws and all this shit, it, we'd, we'd be equal under, you know, in the eyes of the law. So, uh, but anyways, after being active in comedy for more than 30 years, Bill Burr has been active in comedy. I didn't even realize it was that long until I started looking. Uh, more than 10 comedy specials, hours and hours and hours of live appearance, appearances. The woke mob wants to cancel him for this shit from the Grammys. Now, I'm warning you, this is not, this is not the Bill Burr you're used to. Uh, here you go. Okay, thank you, Janae. How are you? Was I the only one who wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? All right. Uh, and the winner, uh, the Grammy goes to Natalia Lafourcade. Oh, wait Dude, you, oh, I will, oh, sorry, I will accept on behalf of her, if I butchered her name, I'm... All right, hey, how many uh, feminists are, like, going nuts, so how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? Uh, in the... That's it. They want to cancel Bill Burr over that. Now, to me, that wasn't, it wasn't even very funny, honestly. Uh, I think Bill was trying to tone it down, you know, this was a internationally syndicated uh, Grammys and um, you know, the lack of crowd there. Cause obviously there was a very small audience. I mean, you did hear a couple of laughs and jeers in there, but um, it wasn't like he was bombing on stage. There was just no fucking crowd because everyone's terrified of COVID. So even the Grammys uh, can't have, you know, all these people. And, and if you watch, if you actually watch the Grammys, I actually subjected myself to a ton of the Grammys to watch more Bill Burr there. Um, every, everyone winning awards. He was like, he was literally taking the awards on behalf of them. They were phoning it in over Skype. And I'm going, what, what a fucking mess. Why even have the Grammys? Just send the awards in the mail and call it a day. Um, but really, the whole thing gave me an awkward vibe, really. I mean, it was just, it was just awkward, you know. And, and for Bill, that's weird because Bill, if you watch any of Bill's stuff, I mean, he commands the room. He commands the audience. It doesn't fucking matter what the guy says. It's hilarious every time. I mean, just his voice alone is funny. And uh, he actually... He actually, uh, there's another clip I'll play at the end of all this, but he, he made, on that same SNL appearance, he, he actually started saying, uh, t talking about um, gifts from God. Rick Moranis got punched in the street. So, I mean, he, he doesn't give a shit, and, and what he says is always funny. So, um, But it was, it was really kind of cringe, but 
to cancel somebody over that? It's not like Bill stepped into this role. First of all, it's not like Bill stepped into this role without anyone knowing who the fuck Bill Burr was. Um, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos on just YouTube alone of Bill telling people jokes that prove he literally does not give a shit about your feelings. Um, and, and you want to cancel him over some PG made-for-television jokes that offended your delicate sensibilities because he said, uh, you know, cis white male and, and women in the same sentence? I, I don't get it. I mean, this comedian has gone after the woke crowd directly. He's insulted the Catholic Church, all races and religions, um, all ages. He talks about literally xenocide as, a, as, a, as an alternative to our growing population. And, and no one bats an eyelid. Then he goes on the Grammys, mispronounces some lady's name, uh, says he wanted to kill himself because of a boring piano solo. And, and there, there's these calls to, to uh, get rid of him. I don't know. Comedy's supposed to hit close to home. It's supposed to play on stereotypes. We laugh because most of the time, comedians are the only real truth-tellers left in a society that would rather buy lies wholesale than deal with uncomfortable truths. I mean, that's what really what the, the whole cancel culture movement is about, is, you know, this, their uncomfortable truths. Half of the time, more than half of the time, the people that are being called for, for canceling just said something truthful, you know? It, it, really, it really is mind-blowing. And... Uh, you know, Dave Chappelle's not any different, truthfully. He's, uh, he, he's, he's more offensive. I mean, he, this guy literally made a, a joke about Michael Jackson molesting little boys, and eh, he said, eh, that was his actual answer to it. It's Michael Jackson, you know? No one called to, to cancel uh, uh, Dave, except for some of the, the execs from the television uh, company he used to work for. So he took a little sabbatical to Africa and came back. But, you know, the general population, the cancel crowd, they just watched his newest special. They didn't say anything about it. They can't because his skin is darker and they need to save him. It would completely defeat their hero complex if they were to call the cancel Dave. But you know what? Don't take my word for it. <laughs> Let's, uh... Hold on one second here. Let's see what our resident Bill Burr specialist, uh, Ace Arkist, has to say about the woke mob canceling Bill Burr. Hold on, where'd we go? Where'd we go? Ace, you there? Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? I want to make sure you got audio. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm hanging in there, buddy. I can't, I can't complain. I can't complain. It's a nice Wednesday. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I may have some different opinions than you slightly, but, uh, you know, Bill Burr, uh, he is our sexy, porcelain prince of comedy. He is being targeted by the outrage mob, as you said, once again, and uh, he just presented at the Grammys. However, I do think that it's mostly just virtue signaling and not a serious cancellation campaign. Uh, last year, as we remember, he had his SNL monologue and took heat primarily uh, for pretty lightly poking fun at Pride Month, which, as a super gay man myself, I, of course, have attended a number of Pride celebrations. Uh, and in Times Square, uh, you'll get this cavalcade of dudes with dongs out all over the street, uh, which is quite a sight to behold. And you know what they say about uh, Times Square is that... Uh, there are two times a year where you can see the greatest balls, and the greatest balls come out, and that is New Year's Eve and Pride Month. 
You know, I think that uh, Burr's pride joke, uh, it was funny, and I felt that even there, as well as in the case of the Grammys, which you were just discussing, uh, knowing that he was going to be on national TV, and beholden to the leftist woke mob, he toned himself down and wasn't as incisive or as funny as we know that he can be when he's unrestrained. Um, after presenting at the Grammys, he's primarily being blasted uh, online for merely stating the obvious, uh, which is that he is a white man and was presenting an award in a Latin music category. And we can imagine that if the shoe was on the other foot, uh, if, say, a Latin X or Latin triple X man, as I really tend to enjoy, uh, presented a non-Latin award and mentioned his ethnicity, uh, the reaction would probably be different. Uh, Twitter the wokists are labeling him misogynist and racist, uh, while the other side is pointing out that he is married to a black woman, which I don't think is the worst possible argument to make. And although I am a homosexual man, I wouldn't mind having a piece of that fine chocolate myself if I do say so. I think in this case it is all just Twitter posturing, and again, I don't expect to see Bill Burr getting canceled. I believe that he's already solidified himself as being culturally left for years, and really it's just that the Overton window has shifted while he's pretty much remained where he always was culturally. And I think what really endeared himself to the left and to myself was his extremely gay cameo in the movie Zombievers, which is an excellent uh, low-budget horror comedy, uh, which is not about undead vaginas, but it is about a chemical spill from a truck which infects a bunch of beavers, causing them to become zombies. And the driver of that truck, of course, happens to be our porcelain prince himself, Bill Burr. And he's receiving roadhead from John Mayer at the time while driving and obviously becomes very distracted. And let's just say that multiple chemicals are spilled in that scene. Uh, now, Bill Burr, uh, through his comedy and his acting performances, uh, especially that particular homoerotic scene, uh, through those, I believe he's firmly entrenched himself on the left, and I don't think that merely towing the line with some relatively tame jokes uh, that really aren't that offensive will get him canceled, and I think his uh, cute porcelain butt is going to be fine, and this is mostly just outrage for the sake of outrage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That was actually, I was going to bring up about the, the, the Twitter beef. I, I, made a, I made a comment at the, uh, the most popular twitter uh comment on the whole situation where um the gentleman compared bill burr being married to a black woman uh to plantation owners raping slaves so that was cool yes yeah i saw that i, mean, I don't know what the point is like does that mean if you're married you just own your wife in all cases or i don't know i mean the the bible certainly says that's the truth Maybe I need to maybe I need to brush up on the Bible a little bit. Then. <laughs> hey, Ace, thank you for coming on the show again. This is the second time Ace has been here. In case anyone's wondering, uh, we really always appreciate you. I'm sure we'll have you back on the show. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. You too. Whew! Ace is always spitting fire, isn't he, guys? <laughs> we are all Ace, by the way. In case you're not catching that. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to I wanted to kind of touch on the Twitter thing. I I saw somebody made a a, a collage of of things of after uh, Bill Burr made his comments on the Grammys, and and it was like all these Twitter people literally uh, 
call, either calling him a racist or saying he's only married to a black woman because he wants to marry the, or because he wants to own her and this and that and this and that. And uh, Nia Hall, who is Bill Burr's beautiful wife, by the way, um, actually started commenting back to these people, telling them to get fucked. Really, I mean, it was it was really really funny. Uh, but anyways, one thing is for sure, Bill Burr does not give a shit whatsoever. And here's one last clip to prove it. I'll probably get canceled for doing that joke. You know, how stupid is that cancel thing? They're literally running out of people to cancel. They're going after dead people now. They're trying to cancel John Wayne. It's like, yeah, dude, God did that 40 years ago. They're all up in arms. They're like, did you hear what he said in that interview in Playboy in 1970? Can you believe that? It's like, yeah. He was born in 1907. That's what these people sounded like. You never talked to your grandparents and brought up the wrong subject, and all of a sudden it went off the rails. Oh, Just keep making the cookies. Yeah, you don't bring up race or religion with your grandparents. You keep it simple. Anyway, I don't know. I know, I guess my grandparents are older. He's great. He's wonderful. And he doesn't give a shit. You can cancel Bill Burr. I think he'd be fine. He's loaded. I mean, ten comedy specials, tons of movies. Uh, The guy was on Breaking Bad for crying out loud. It might have been a small role, but he was still pretty funny on it. Um, Yeah, I just think the whole woke movement is is bullshit. And we really need to uh, constantly, as libertarians, remind people that we don't give a fuck either. We really don't. We don't care. Uh, cancel us, we'll go to we'll go to Odyssey. Cancel us, we'll go to Bitchute. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be somewhere to go, you know. Uh, Google completely shut down an entire social media website, and they were back up within 24 hours. They can't stop us, um, and and hopefully they get it through their heads soon that ruining comedy would make this the worst uh, era of our lifetimes. So, anyways, enough about Bill Burr. Uh, thank you to uh, Ace for once again coming on the show. Um, before we end this stream, I, last week I talked about, uh, Ross Ulbricht and Silk Road and, um, the absolute travesty of, of corruption, uh, that he faced in federal court and with federal agents and how he got railroaded as basically a statement to other people, not to, not to fuck with the federal government, not to try and circumvent their laws and their things. Um, and just this past week, if, if you're in the anarchist, um, if you're in the anarchist circle uh, or the libertarian circle, uh, especially uh, in, in, in New England or around New Hampshire, you probably know a few of these people. Uh, Ian Freeman, Aria DeMezzo, and Rich Nobody, they they're, were pretty big presences on Facebook and, uh, and uh, Twitter as well. Um, the FBI actually arrested six people in the live free or die state um, this week for uh, the terrible crime of helping people buy Bitcoin and running Bitcoin ATMs. Um, so I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys know uh, about these people or who they are. They're they're prominent. Um, in fact, Aria ran for sheriff. I think uh, in Keene, I think it was Keene County, New Hampshire, and uh, got a lot of press. Did a lot of things. Uh, she's she's transgender, uh, atheist. Um, and pretty hardcore anarchist and, and got into the news. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, but they've been arrested, uh, for, for running a business that they've been r- running since 2016. Uh, and so I just wanted to kind of call attention to that. Uh, if you guys are 
you know, in the area or over anywhere in the country, uh, look up this case because it's, it's going to be another one. And, um, several years ago, I actually had the opportunity to interview when I was running think Liberty TV, I had the opportunity to interview, uh, Randall Lord. And if you're not familiar with Randall Lord, he's another gentleman from Louisiana that got absolutely fucking railroaded him and his son were running, uh, an online Bitcoin trading site. Um, they followed all the, all the laws that they were asked to follow in Louisiana in the state and the federal government came and threw the book at them. And, uh, I think Randall, I think Randall is getting out soon. Um, this was fuck four or five years ago, but he got, they got like five or six years in federal prison and Randall was already, I mean, in his sixties and he was the nicest man. And there's an interview. If you go look up Randall Lord, uh, think Liberty TV. I, this was back when I was still doing interviews with my, my, uh, my turtle beaches from my, my, um, Xbox and, you know, just the webcam and it's not very good quality. I don't have this great backdrop and all this great lighting and camera and stuff, but he's just a, a wonderful person. You could just tell he was a nice guy. He wasn't a criminal at all. Uh, his son got him into Bitcoin and uh, they decided to start a Bitcoin exchange and they made some good money. But the federal government stepped in and said, oh, you guys are a, are operating as a bank, but you're not a bank and you're not licensed as a bank. And you're not FDIC insured and blah, 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 blah. So uh, either you take this plea deal for six years or whatever, or we're going to uh, take you to trial and lock you up for 25 years, 25 years. And now we have uh, anarchists that are, are well known. Um, you know, me and me and Aria have gone back and forth and argued uh, a few times, but these people are, you know, from the, uh, some of them from the free state project. Um, and they've been working really hard to, to try and create an anarchist space and a free, uh, free area for people over there. And now they're, uh, looking at federal time. So, um, I'll put the, uh, article link into the, um, into the show notes for this on, on YouTube and on the, the podcaster apps. And you guys can go look it up. Uh, I think we should come together and see what we could do as, as a, as a movement to, to try and roll some of this shit back because it really is an attack on, uh, free trade. It's an attack on our rights as human beings to interact with each other freely. And, uh, it's going to keep happening, especially with this new administration, you know, and, and, and the attacks on crypto are coming. They're coming. If you're a crypto guy like me, they're coming. You need to make sure that you're, uh, talking to other people and we're not just sitting around waiting for it to happen because by the time they start attacking your account, it will be too fucking late to do anything about it. And they're, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to try and do it any way they can. And they're shady. Uh, they'll violate your fourth amendment. We learned that in the Ross Ulbrich case. Uh, they, they will do anything they can, um, to get us all back on the fiat system when we're trying to opt out. So anyways, that's pretty much it. That's all I got for you guys today. Short stream, a couple minutes there. Well, 30 minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Here's the schedule for the rest of uh, the half a year, pretty much, all the way through through June. Um, next week, we're going to have the most uh, – hold on, let's see. Why am I messing this up? Uh, we're going to have the most consistent motherfucker you know, the libertarian Tupac, Dave Smith. That's on Friday, same time, 730. Uh, it's going to be a really, really dope show. We're going to talk about world domination – I mean, sorry, uh, libertarian party domination. Uh, we're going to talk about – uh, his interview with Liberty Lockpod and how uncomfortable that must have been, Clint. Uh, I'll say thank you on Dave's behalf. And then the following week on Friday, you guys are definitely going to want to smash that subscribe button because then I got Shane Hazel coming on, and that's going to be awesome. Shane is uh, 
the the libertarian spoiler and the U.S. Senate candidate uh, from from Georgia, and I believe he's now running for governor of Georgia. And this man spits hot fire. I mean, he does not give a fuck. Uh, he's calling politicians bitches online every day. Uh, he's kind of like me if I was running for an actual an actual uh, public office. That's exactly how I'd handle it. Uh, I'm sure the Libertarian Party would hate me, but who gives a shit anyways? Um, but yeah, and definitely check out our sponsors, Lorenzotti Coffee, or Lorenzotti.coffee. Uh, all your Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Top Lobster, because he's awesome. He's doing these wonderful uh, animations for the show. He's making the channel look really good, but he's also got some amazing gear. And if you use the, the checkout code BTC, like Bitcoin, You'll get a 10% discount on all this delicious gear. Uh, it's where I got this great Reed Mises Not Mark shirt. It's where I got my uh, Epstein Didn't Kill Himself hoodie. It's where I got my Fuck Around and, uh, and Find Out hoodie. I mean, the guy's got amazing, amazing stuff. Scott Horton, and I think he's turning that Shane Hazel one into a new design. Some great Ron Paul designs. Um, definitely check them out. Let me give a wink to the Mad Ones. I think we're doing a show here soon together. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but anyways... Smash that subscribe button. Uh, we got real close to my 1500 uh, subscription goal today. I think we only got like within 15 before the show went live. So I appreciate you guys. New followers, you're amazing. Uh, definitely subscribe on all the podcast apps that you can. And I will see you next Friday. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. To explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse in the frame, but I just can't in my craft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse because I just can't in my craft. What tipper is my craft and it's constantly cold. Accusations of incitement getting totally old. Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just meant it in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There's nothing I mean, you know it The product finish gets you close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm